thank you ladies for joining us. We really appreciate you uh, coming in and taking time out of your day. Um, we have with us Miss Ariola, our activities director. Hello, everyone. And we have Miss Gentry. She's several titles, I think. I, I definitely avid coordinator. Hey, hey. hey yeah. <laughs> okay, she's a lot. And of course, uh, my partner in crime, Miss Gibson. Hello. Thanks again for being here. Listen, it's it's been a crazy year. Um, we're getting near the end. Um, I know the the work that the two of you have done, especially the last year, has been really noticeable here on campus. And I think it's been a game changer for many of our staff members and, and students. If you can just take a moment, we'll begin with you, Miss A. Just kind of briefly describe your job. Thank you again for the invitation. It's very nerve-wracking, but exciting, too. <laughs> So this is my 10th year doing activities. I'm the activities director here at Merced High School. And how do I describe my job? Okay. So basically I'm in charge of the leadership class and the leadership class is in charge of organizing and putting together all the school events such as dances, rallies, um, lunchtime activities, dress up days, any of the fun stuff. So that's basically what I oversee. Um, I also oversee the clubs on campus and any random events that we kind of come up with. So that's, in a nutshell, that's what I do. And, and in high school, it's it's all the time. It's busy. We're busy. We're not just a, an eight to three operation. No, it's sometimes you're here at five in the morning and you get to leave at 11 p.m. after a football game. Right. So it's definitely not a 8 to 3 p.m. job. No, it's not. And, and, and again, we, we've seen the work. We appreciate the work that you've done. Thank you. And, Miss Gentry, I, your job, boy, I just when I think I have you figured out, you're doing something <laughs> different. So I know. I'm what's all happening? over the place. So I am the avid coordinator at Merced High. I think this is my ninth year doing that. Um, over the last couple of years, I took over what used to be character counts, transitioned it into Bear Strong, and then coming into next school year, we are looking to do a Bear Belongings, um, where we are going to help like reacclimate students um, and staff to being here every day and whatnot. So that's more to come. But um, in a nutshell, my job day to day is helping students prepare for entrance into a four year university. Um, that's definitely changed this year, and I feel like my avid college prep class has become a Life 101 class. And um, so I've learned to roll with the punches, and the Bear Strong stuff has obviously um, changed a little bit, too, as we can't do what we normally do, but trying to slowly bring back some campus culture and everything else. But I look forward to doing more as things start to improve. I like that title, Bears Belong. Yes, bear belonging. So there's a Belongings. small group of us. Um, I don't really know how much I can say about it yet. <laughs> okay, okay. But um, maybe I hint at some things that we uh, um, are planning to do. So, yeah. Wow, I'm excited about that. that. That sounds neat. You mentioned briefly, Ms. Gentry, some of the challenges because of the pandemic and, and your ability. And Miss A, I would imagine you as well, not being able to do things because it requires kids. Right. Um, and they're not here. Not all of them. Right. We've got some uh, with restrictions, of course. Um, do you foresee any further challenges moving forward? Um, 
in an effort to grow your program, each of your programs? Um, and what ideas have you thought of or are considering doing for next year? Oh, I absolutely have already noticed a change as I have over 50 freshmen in the program this year and I have like 22 next year. And so a big difference is, you know, even with activities, going out and be able to recruit, taking your current students out and getting the other kids hyped up in eighth grade to come and join your programs, that couldn't happen. Um, so that's a big letdown. I do think, um, you know, word of mouth has been a big one um, with my current students and begging and pleading <laughs> to stay with the program. Um, but I think, you know, obviously a lot has impacted these kids over the last year and, you know, not being on campus, they don't feel the excitement. And so it's hard to get them excited to join a program that's out of their comfort zone and not something they have to do. So I know for AVID, it's it's taken a hit for sure. Sure. Miss A? Well, I can say that we went from being at 110% to just zero last year. Wow. And because my kids and myself, we were going from one event to the next and then all of a sudden it was nothing and everything went virtual and at first it was fun and new and then it became not fun and new and so in terms of leadership and activities for kids my class has really had to adapt and rethink the events that we have been putting on. Some things have been successful this year and some things have not been, but it's been a learning process. And I think in terms of next year, um, we're gonna start our recruiting process for the next upcoming year. And so I'll get to see how many kids actually are excited about applying um, or will consider um, continuing with the program just because they didn't quite get the experience that you would normally get as a leadership student. Um, and so I'm hoping that I can convince the majority of them to continue with it and kind of um, try it next year and see and try to overcome what obstacles come our way. Um, it's actually been very exciting for me and for my students that now that we're able to be on campus and even though we have a lot of still a lot of restrictions that we're able to slowly bring things back and I think that's giving them a sense of hope um, we had a very small homecoming celebration and most of my leadership students felt even though it wasn't big it was a connection to their normal um, and so I think with having the opportunity to do more things is going to be better, not just for my program, but for students in general. So I'm excited about it. Um, and then we will just try to overcome as many obstacles as we can. So just sure. staying positive. No, absolutely. And I would imagine, Ms. Gentry, you mentioned less than half than what you had before mm -hmm. <clears throat> expected to come in next year. It's a domino effect, isn't it? Right. In terms of how many kids go on to college? Right. If we're losing more than half, is that, that means there's a larger number of kids that aren't going to go on. Right. And it's just not even, they don't know about the program. There's no way for me to get in front of incoming freshmen when, you know, we did the orientations, I got to speak or there was a slide or whatever. But um, this year I have no restrictions on who I will take. And so I made that clear with um, the junior highs. So that should be interesting also. I, I, I think moving forward with AVID, 
and the other coordinators would probably throw things at me for saying this, <laughs> but we have to be realistic in the community that we are in and um, our population that I want kids to come into this program, whether they want to go to a community college, trade school, or four-year and have it just be a program where they can learn those life skills to get there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I have kind of moving forward thinking how I will look at the program. So, you know, if you have a 2.5, hey, okay, let's go. Let's work on this, this, and this to help you improve your four years at school and, you know, go to the JC or go to a trade school or whatnot. So that's kind of the direction I've, um, I'm thinking of taking AVID just because I'm not going to make a kid that, you know, can't apply to a four-year you know, financially do that if that's not what their, you know, their right. hopes are. So, sure. sure. And your program might be the only connection they have right. to school when they come back next year. <clears throat> We're scheduled to have summer school on campus. Um, any chance we might be able to do some recruiting for both your programs this summer? Now, I'm not trying to get you both to work this summer necessarily, but yeah, that would be a one day, one hour recruit. <laughs> <laughs> we can figure something out, but it could be an opportunity for yeah, us. Absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned about try and create some buzz next year. Does that mean Roundup is going to look a little different? Oh, I think everything's going to look different. Okay. I okay. would hope so. Yeah, and I, I'm thinking, you know, some type of celebration, welcome back, tied yeah. into the Bears belonging right. and, right. and all the other I did hear stuff. something, and I don't, don't quote me on this, but that they were thinking about a summer school class for incoming freshmen, like a three-week, like a short um, little thing to get them, like, excited about high school. And I thought that was such a great idea. Yeah. Who knows what the – a course could be called, but like this is Merced High. This is what it looks like. Let's take a walk around. These are clubs. These are like just to get them excited about being on campus. So I don't know if that's something. Well, that I think that's something that we can certainly bring up. I think it'll be, I think it'll provide a, a tremendous opportunity yeah. to uh-huh. create connections. Yeah. Um, kind of a bridge program, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, maybe even give some kids some elective credit. Mm-hmm. Nice little start to their high school career. Yeah. That's a great idea. Bear 101. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I there like you that go. one. You've got um, credit. <laughs> you've got credit. Uh, that's exciting stuff. I'm going to switch gears just a little bit. How has this shutdown impacted you personally? <laughs> <laughs> it's been, I have not done well with this. I think, you know, as a mom, you have to put on a happy face for your kids that, like, everything's okay and we're, everything's going to be okay. Um, I'm a social person, so I didn't do well with lockdowns, isolation, social distancing (laughs) or any of that. Um, you know, I, I did enjoy the slowdown time a little bit to like reflect on what was important and, you know, those kinds of things. But, um, I thrive on routine and engagement and that kind of a thing. And so I am so happy to be back here, even though it's different and, Um, There are the restrictions and everything, but getting up every day, getting ready, coming to school, going through those motions helps me, my mental clarity, a lot more than it did last year at this time. I would agree. At the beginning, it was, yay, I get to work from home. Um, (laughs) And, but, and even though I'm not, um, I like being around people, I'm not extremely social, but it got to a point where I found myself just mentally drained just because you're not having those connections with people, um, family members, and just overall as a teacher and, and being with, for example, for myself, I'm with students all day long, whether at events or, you know, in the office, and just not having that connection with my kids was 
very draining. And I just, the first days that we came back and I actually had students in my classroom, I just kind of, I kind of wanted to cry just because it was, it was so nice to have kids. And it still feels every single day that I get to come, uh, especially this past few days where I get 20 kids in the classroom. To me, it's, it's a lot, it's really good. It's a really good feeling. So I'm glad things are getting better. Um, and I'm hoping that next year will be even, even better. So. Absolutely. Given the work that the both of you do, you, I think it's naturally develop relationships with the students. You're, you're with them for four years, many of them. Um, what kind of feedback have you gotten from them over the course of the last year in terms of how they feel? Um, I think they're struggling. They're really struggling. And I think now I've seen more cameras go off at some are in person, some are still at home and the disconnect. And, um, I think they're just really struggling. The ones that are back seem to be really happy and they're very honest and upfront. Like, yeah, when we're home, we're on our bed. We're not paying attention. We're not, you know, they're very disengaged and they're, but they're very honest, you know, and they said they're lazy. They're, you know, our grades are down. I think it's really, you know, it's a lot of pressure on them. Many of them are home with siblings. Their parents are at work. Um, and so, you know, it is neat to see some of the kids back because I know that, you know, there's hope for them. Um, I just, I, I hope they're, all kids are back next year. Right. These kids need to be back. I would say a little bit of the same. Um, at the beginning of the year, I was some days a little um, frustrated with my kids because I was like, why aren't you so spirited? You know, why isn't your camera on? You, we need to be like the leaders in the, in the school, et cetera. And then, but as time went on and I realized that um, I needed to take a step back and also listen to the struggles that they were going through um, and kind of, you know, be honest and with them and and hearing them what their struggles were so that I could understand, okay, yeah, it we're not supposed to be super spirited right now because, you know, there are things going on. And so a lot of things that were out of their control and the kids that are back are definitely feeling better. Um, but I have the same, my online kids, I call them my Zoomers. I'm giving credit to one of my students that, um, yeah, their cameras are off. And I'm thinking, why are you ghosting us? Talk to us. But, you know, it's it's really difficult. It's still trying to make the connection with those kids that are at home that I know need the connection. It's, it's hard. Sure. Do you anticipate then when we come back, let's say under closer to normal conditions in the fall, that need for connection to still be there for the kids? You see that being the case. Absolutely. That's why I think I, you know, talking about this bare belonging and um, even just changing my whole program, you know, I, I'm like, I'll take anyone that wants to be an avid because these kids are going to have to be reacclimated to life again at school. You know, there's, there's no way, I mean, look at even me. I like, I'm so not a lazy person and I became lazy you know, because it was so, oh, here's your assignment on Google Classroom. Here's this, here's that. And then being back here, I'm like, oh, it took me a little bit to, like, get back into the swing of things, like how you do your lessons and engage and do all these things. And, I mean, and I'm an adult. So, you know, the kids are going to struggle with getting up every day, getting out the door, making sure, you know, homework's on to all the things. I think it's going to be, it's going to be a struggle for sure. 
that being the case, and I would agree with yeah. you 100%, that being the case, I would imagine as a staff, are we going to have to do things a little different in the beginning next year? Definitely. I think so. I think in terms of just reflecting from the activities perspective, um, there were things that we were not able to do because we were not in person. And in reality, it's a moment to reflect and realize, was that particular event really successful in a regular school year? And do we really need to have it the next year? Are there things that we can do differently? Um, are there new traditions that we could create? And so I think as a whole, it, this year has given, at least for me, an opportunity to reflect on my program and see um, the things that we do on campus and then the things that I do just in the classroom with my kids. So, yeah. yeah I can't imagine it just kind of picking up where we left off over a year ago. It almost reminds me of the movie Avengers Endgame where people disappear for a period of time, suddenly reemerge, and then we're kind of looking at each other. What's next? So I'm excited to hear to hear and see all the wonderful things you two have planned for next year. Um, we're going to go to Hunter's top 10 uh, here. She's uh, put together some questions. Hunter, did you did you tell them where you got them from? I got them from staff and students this time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, w I told Julian not to tell you. I wasn't sure if he did. <laughs> no. Okay, <laughs> good. <laughs> okay, um, I'll ask the question and then I'll have you both answer. Okay. Okay. Um, so the first one, what was your initial dream job and did you always want to be a teacher? Definitely never wanted to be a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was in education and said, you should be a teacher. And so of course I did what every, you know, teenager does and does the opposite. Mm -hmm. Um, so my dream job was to be an FBI agent and I minored in criminology, so there was always a slight chance that I could maybe go that direction. Um, and then I worked in advertising and marketing um, when I graduated. And then mother knows best. Here I am. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> yes and no. Um, when I started college, I thought I was going to go into business. And I took my first class about macroeconomics and after that class I decided nope not for me <laughs> and after I started taking my Spanish classes I realized that I really had a, a passion for teaching even though I'm really shy and I didn't <laughs> like speaking in front of people uh, but but when I was when I had the opportunity to be in front of students it was like a new person mm -hmm. if that makes any sense yeah. so Okay, thank you. Um, if you had a time machine, would you go to the past or the future and why? Past. I'm an old soul. Okay. I would say past as well. All right. But the happy times. Pre-COVID. <laughs> um, okay, what was something when you were in high school that was cool but isn't cool now? Everything. Would you like a fat... <laughs> Um, you know, what was so cool. I was just talking about this with the kids is that it's not cool now because you guys can't do it. That's why it's not cool. <laughs> um, we would have cheese fries and pizza hut pizza and Taco Bell burritos at Atwater high for lunch. Amazing. What? I know. Sorry. You guys don't get that now. That's not cool. When I was in high school and Atwater was our rival. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the... 
thing that was in was for our school to rent a car. And during homecoming, we would go and um, smash it. Yeah, same. That was fun. I remember that. But now we can't. I know. <laughs> like They just took away all the good stuff. Okay. Um, if you could take a trip with all expenses paid, where would you go? Um, my husband would definitely want to go to, like, Italy, Europe, <laughs> far away. And I would just probably want to go to Hawaii or somewhere tropical where I have no worries in the world and no traffic. There you go. I would say Colombia. It's on my top on ten right now. List. Is that the country or the town? <laughs> no, the country. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, girl, okay. we could well, go for a weekend you. trip. <laughs> Had to ask. Um, okay, what is a food that you love but other people would think is gross? I don't know if it, everyone just knows that I eat chicken and salad every day, all day. So okay, I'm just eater. Having, yeah, I'm <laughs> not a food palate at all. <laughs> figs, I love figs. figs. A lot of people don't. That's like kind of bougie them. now, though, isn't it? With cheese, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I made I, I made my parents plant a tree so that I could have figs <laughs> every summer. Does a fig Newton cookie count? No. no. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, what's your go-to restaurant for great food? Lanita's in Atwater. I'm really picky, but I would. Say Say right now, if I had to choose the Dust Bowl. Okay, Dust Bowl's a good one. Uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? Why or why not? I feel like my students submitted that. I've had <laughs> this argument in class before. I've had this argument in class before. Um, hot dogs are just gross either way. So hot dog horse or whatever you said. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No, it's a hot dog on a bun. <laughs> no. No? No way, no. <laughs> Okay. Um, would you rather be forced to sing along or dance to every single song you hear? Both. Not shy. Okay. <laughs> Let's say. I would say dance, but in reality, I would just move from side to side. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And then last one. Would you rather, we don't have to worry about this because we're teachers, but would you rather work in extreme heat or extreme cold? Cold. Cold. Well, the summer is coming up, so sorry, guys. <laughs> no kidding. Thank you, Hunter, for that. Thank you, guys. Uh, ladies, listen, um, can't thank you both enough. Uh, would love to have you back next season. Um, particularly, I think a good time would be the beginning of the year um, to get some more information out there as things kind of continue to open up. Um, again, uh, looking forward to all the things uh, you have planned up your sleeves for next year for both staff and students. Um, we're excited about that. So with that, uh, thank you again, ladies. And that marks the end of our episode. Thank, thank you. you. This was very exciting. Goodbye, Merced High. Bye.